0: it's hard to go uh like wow that sucked um how can we do it better or how can we move forward and 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 whatever the thing might be to make it better yeah. uh it's hard to have that objective perspective and that well that's where I that think
1: resilience comes in. is you- that
0: entrepreneurial resilience
1: That you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the be it till you see it interview recap where my co-host in life Brad and I are going to dig into the layered combo I had with Megan Lenny. Oh yeah. In our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause us now, go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us. Y'all. It was a good one. By the way, happy new year.
0: Happy new year.
1: Um, what a, I'm so, I'm, it, you know, it's really funny to be thinking about the new year and be recording this in the old year, but, um, I feel like it's going to be a great freaking year. So I'm stoked about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, uh, um, feeling more prepared, yeah. um, uh, this, by you know, at the end of this year, than I don't, I don't remember. Um, we never were organized at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I always remember things being like absolute crazy town at mm-hmm. our you know running around trying to get things done before we go on our trip or we whatever it's going to be uh and and this year definitely has a different vibe
1: you know when people are like running to the airport in home alone and they're like running it's like that's how it felt every freaking december and we stopped flying and it still didn't <laughs> make it less so
0: no i think 2020 uh we still had a bunch of travel at the beginning of the year and and, you know it sets you down a different path and this year was i think since i was you know 18 i think this might be the first solid year of sitting in one place and being on on the the goal i mean we did we did do a little bit of travel but not like not like international trips and prepping for workshops, and I mean
1: we did do two things. international trips, however, they were no no yeah. it wasn't
0: it wasn't like we had to to plan a retreat and no. host twenty people, and no. like something that will take you it like planning those things takes me off of my oh. focus for weeks at a time
1: yeah it, it, the the what you don't see behind the doors behind the scenes of putting a retreat together is like it is it is not even just the amount of time it is to be on the retreat. It is some of it's a couple of things are years in the making and sure. some of the things are months in the making. And then there's like a lot of hurry up and wait. Yeah. And it's true. Like in
0: 2021, yes, we did do a couple trips, but we were invited as guests or yeah. we were just showing up to participate. Yeah. It wasn't like we were running the show.
1: I gotta be honest. I feel very spoiled. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, uh, we are definitely, well, we'll time will tell, but I think we're going to have a, a a balance of things and uh i think i'm excited for us to announce and explore uh what we're doing more in the in the travel arena but um, oh
0: man i cannot wait to go back to cambodia and host another retreat there we're really
1: close y'all on that itching to go we definitely just have one little thing we have to figure out so we can actually put some of the books and um so, but that is uh, not the announcement I was excited to talk no. about. So let me just tell you, <laughs> happy so New Year. January is a big month. It's my birthday month. Oh yeah! Woo! You can tell me Happy Birthday every freaking day. It will not bother me. I do love my birthday. It is so fun. Um, but also this month uh, we have our sixth agency mini, so we do it at the end of January, um, and you can sign up for that at slash It is our seven-day coaching program for fitness and uh, professionals. That means Pilates instructors, you, and your yoga friends and trainers too um and also we are finally going to be able to release our scheduling tool this is
0: like i'm very excited about so this. so
1: excited about this and so it yo, is
0: yeah we've been working behind the scenes with another company yeah a software company mm-hmm. uh who are uh are working with us to make a, a custom build of yeah. their um app yeah, and, uh, uh, we get to, uh, uh, you know, doctor it up with a whole bunch of coaching stuff, fitness, business, coaching stuff, which obviously that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And um, And like
1: legal stuff, it's going to be freaking awesome. I can't wait for it to be out there, uh, for you to see and get your hands on. But, but if
0: you, if you're running a business of any kind, you could be literally walking a dog, uh, or you could be, you know, running a Pilates studio with a full team and 50 clients. Uh, this is a tool. This is a scheduling software, invoicing software, client management software uh, that you can use uh, where we are also um, able to provide coaching and then some uh, legal contract templates for you as well. Yeah. So very exciting. Yeah, so Coming you, up in just a few weeks.
1: Yeah, you can get on the wait list for that at oh. com slash
0: Yeah. Scheduling.
1: (laughs) The notes are not in front of me. So, uh, that was that, but I'm really excited about that. So Um,
0: profitableplotties.com slash scheduling.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we had an audience question. Um, this came from last week's episode where we actually announced that the many doors were open, right?
0: Yeah. The question was, uh, was from, uh, a new teacher and they said, Hey, I'm brand new. Um, is it too early for me to be jumping into mini or into agency?
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's, I mean, as long as you've done your training or you're finishing up, we definitely have a lot of people who have joined us who are still in their training, um, It's never too early to have really awesome coaching and direction on growing your business because let me just tell you, why would you want to like wander around throwing things at the wall when you could actually have someone going, is that what you want to do? I know that sounds really good, but remember when you said you want to do this, just so you know, those two things don't actually stay in the same room, but that's also okay. And we, we don't tell like as coaches, we will never tell you that's wrong or not going to work, but we definitely are going to be honest with you. And so I would, That's why I wrote my book was so that people would actually hear the coaching advice before they went out and did stuff before they went six months up the wrong road and doing what everyone else is doing because they thought that's what they should be doing or charging rates based on the going rate in the neighborhood. Um, No, (laughs) I, it's never too early. Um, as long as you are already in your training, that's a great start. Uh, if you're about to start your training, you know, it might feel a lot more overwhelming because you're in the middle of a training and you're doing coaching advice. I'm going to say like finishing up a training is it's uh you have the light in the tunnel is a great time to start or if you just finish that's really great um and we absolutely can coach you plus you're going to see so much inspiration of like what could be i mean we have people that we coach who've been doing this for 20 years and yep. what they're able to do now in their business because of our coaching is um is an is absolutely inspirational it shows you possibility um so i would it's love the to next see
0: layer of their business
1: layer <laughs> we're just layering it in here my <laughs> god
0: so um, i t- i couldn't agree with you more. Uh there's it's never too uh soon to uh get coaching. In fact, I would I would say um not only should you go get coaching, but forever for the rest of your career, you should have some kind of a coach or mentor, yeah. Or some kind of a person that you are willing to share um the uh you know your path with and and kick the ideas around, you know, whether that, whether the, and, 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 you know, the, the successes and the failures and to reflect on them, there is so much value in taking a look at what we're specifically doing right now and what we're planning to do and then getting another opinion on it. Um, whether that solidifies your own or you actually get some great advice from them, uh, it helps you form that opinion even more and yeah. more solidly, like help you execute it better. Um, it, it's, there's so much value in it.
1: Well, and like, just so you all know, like Brad and I have had coaches for years. We've uh, yeah. since 2017, I started doing, working with coaches on different things. And in 2020 to combine, we had three coaches. We just leveled up with another coach. I'm really freaking excited about And what's so great about that is because we are investing in our coaching we and our coaches none of the coaches we've hired have, have no coach they all have their own coaches who are like the next level up you're getting um you're you're getting a lot it's not just like the old stuff that we pulled out of a hat from five years ago it's new stuff it's what's working now in other companies we know sure. things we have behind the scenes stuff and so yep you know, if you're wanting people to invest in you, in your fitness business, you have to be investing in your fitness business.
0: I think the only time that I didn't have coaching was when I was an employee only. Right. Because When I was not running, you know, or trying to run a project or run a uh, business that, that, you know.
1: Right. That makes total sense because you sh- like you in, in theory, you're getting paid to do someone else's goal. So if they, they should be coaching you. <laughs>
0: but, but, you know, coaching can also um, take the shape of um, uh, counseling or uh, yeah. therapy.
1: Yeah, yes, yes, you know, yes. So All those things, as we know. Yep. Um, therapy is like laundry. Do it often.
0: <laughs> you just got to keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. That's not what I meant. Uh, it is. It is but okay, okay.
1: As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates, I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash pod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better.
0: Now, let's talk about Megan Linney. Uh, Through finding the gaps in the beauty uh, and wellness industry, Megan Linney is a uh, licensed esthetician, massage therapist, and spa ex- executive who created the layer lounge. Uh, she spends her days making friends and creating a community of people, uh, comfortable to trust her, uh, with their self care. And she's pulling from years of working in the, uh, uh, um, uh, the spa world, um, And she made a whole career out of that. She was running high-end spas. She was opening spas. She was managing spas all around the country. uh, And... And she realized, uh, at the end of, uh, her last employed experience that, uh, this is probably the last time that I'm going to work for someone else. It's time for me to go do my own thing. Um, and then I loved that the conversation kind of took this turn of like, I had done my own thing before I just kind of forgot about, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the life of being an entrepreneur because
1: of, because the audience is mostly women and I'm, I'm sure a few great men, um, I even think those few great men have women in their lives. It is amazing how many women forget about the pain of pregnancy. And I would never have equated entrepreneurship to, the, <laughs> to that in any way, but I loved how she brought that up. And she's like, it's like women, they forget pain and it's a special thing. And then they just have, they have six kids cause they forgot that Yeah, it freaking sucked. <laughs> and I think it's true. Like, as someone we've, uh, I've been working for myself since 2009, but like, uh, especially, um, in 2016, when I fully went for myself, um, you know, as we make changes, I, f- it's like you forget you only—it's almost like I only remember the good stuff of a launch. I don't always remember all the bad things that happen. Like we, obviously, we make changes and we try not to make those mistakes again. Yeah. But like, we never go up. We have to launch again. Here we go. Darn. Because <laughs> we we like block out the amount of hours and weeks and days and press. Well, I to do it.
0: laugh about how intense mini is, um, for for us. Like the amount of effort that we're putting in. Yeah. But I never. uh, Remember that I'm like, oh, cool, we get to do this again. I know, and then it comes up, and I'm like, oh, right, like I mm-hmm. got to spend like six hours a day in a Facebook group. Right, yeah, right. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, okay. So, out of the things that I uh, that she taught that she brought up that I loved was listening to the concerns and gaps in your industry to create something new. So, we talked a little about this with with even Taylor Smith. It's like, what are the questions you keep asking? Like, that's probably our next thing. But you know, uh, what Megan did, um, what we've done. in in all of our companies is like, where is the hole? Like, where are people falling through? Because there's these amazing opportunities out there. There's there's amazing products. There's amazing spas out there. But there are people who don't have access to that. And she, um, or that the the way that they exist is not exactly going to solve the problems or the needs of the people. And so that's even how we created OPC. It's like, there's a ton of people out there who would like the convenience of an on-demand platform, but- they really love some things, but in person and how can we do that? And so I just think that if you are out there trying to figure out something new, it's the.
0: Well, look, I think also take a step back uh, and look at your industry as if you <laughs> weren't in your industry, yeah. right? Because what she said is in a spa world, you walk into a spa, someone steps out of the room and then you get naked <laughs> yeah. and then you lay on a table and that's not normal, right? But in the spa world, that's what they do. So, like, you don't think anything about it. And she said, what if they didn't have to do that? Would that allow some other people to access this and feel more comfortable about participating in it, Mm -hmm. right? So, it's funny. We we go, we just, like, get in the world of this, and we just, you know, like, this is just the way it is in our thing. And she's like, well, what if it doesn't have to be? So, that's another way to look at, you know, uh, the gap.
1: And also, like... I think a lot of people think I have to create something that's never been done before. But the reality is, is actually where all the money is. And like, we have a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs get to see this, creating something unique within a market that already exists is going to be 10, like is it's, act there, there's a reason why there's a million freaking beers out there. So Lori Harder. Right. Lori and Chris Harder were coaches of ours years ago. And I got to be in the same room as she was coming up with this idea, this drink that she wanted to make. And she is making a a beverage, a a sparkling rosé. And then there's also a uh, non-alcoholic one because she's like, I want to hang out with my girlfriend's. And sometimes I don't want something heavy and I don't want something high calorie. And she's like, I feel like there's no drink beverage out there that is making it easy for women who want to have some fun with their girlfriends, but don't want to wake up the next day regretting that fun or for the women who don't drink, but they want to feel like they're having the same beverage and they could be at the same environment and the same things. And so,
0: yeah. So, so she's not reinventing the wheel no. of making a drink,
1: no, but no. she's
0: making a variation or a differentiator on that drink yeah, um, by identifying like, well, when I'm doing this thing, this is my struggle. This is my, this is where I'm missing. You know, I wish there was X.
1: Yeah. So I think that like it is, it, you might be going around going, um, I have to create something so different. No, like Brad said, like take a look outside and like ask questions that someone who doesn't understand would ask. And then what are the questions you keep getting asked or what are the frustrations you keep hearing and then create that. And, um, it's really cool. I gotta be honest. It's scary. When we were making our thing, I definitely was worried like who's going to buy <laughs> buy this and of course i got the questions about people wanting the thing that we weren't offering and i had to be okay with being like i'm not offering the thing that you want and that's okay right right? and and for megan like if you do want the three-hour spa experience with the champagne and the robes and the whole thing those places do exist and you can you can go there yeah you're also very welcome um at the layer lounge okay yeah what did you love that she said
0: so i kind of already hinted at it but entrepreneurial resilience um she she was like wow i Didn't remember, uh, you know, I, I thank you guy. I love you too. Uh, I I didn't remember all of the, um, uh, you know, the trials and the long hours and all the things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, of, of running your own business, uh, like she had experienced before until she was back in it. And then she was like, Oh, Right. Yeah, I don't really get to take weekends off, uh, I don't really
1: you know, get to until, get paid. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even get to get paid
0: until it's like actually you know, moving forward, um, you know, when you can replace yourself in that kind of a thing. I think that having having now started dozens of companies uh, over the past, you know, almost 20 years, the one of the hardest thing to deal with as an entrepreneur is when you miss the mark. Yeah, And, uh, you know, whatever that might be, whether you didn't open the doors on the day that you had planned, you know, or whether you had created a product that didn't didn't sell or, you know, or whatever, you made a mistake. I mean, any any of those kinds of things um, when you are in a uh, an employment scenario, presumably you have someone holding you accountable to this kind of stuff. And like, you know, there's some kind of a ramification and whatever that might be, uh, uh, for, uh, to that, that will keep you accountable when you're an entrepreneur, uh, it's you, right. Or maybe you have a partner, you know, but, uh, um, you know, to, when you are going through this kind of like hopefully you have a manager or a boss if you're an employee who will sit down and have a tough conversation with you and then show you where you went wrong or what you could be doing better or whatever and encouraging you and helping you then go and do this again and and get you through uh, to become better at what it is you're doing. When you're an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily have that unless you get coaching, by the way, Yeah. Uh, you know, but you don't necessarily have that all the time and it's. Um, it's hard to go, uh, like, wow, that sucked. Um, <laughs> how can we do it better or how can we move forward and, and, and whatever the thing might be to make it better. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to have that objective perspective and that well, that's I where think that
1: resilience comes in is you... that
0: entrepreneurial resilience. And exactly.
1: I, I think you, I think we have gotten better at going, okay, that didn't go to plan. And not taking it personally, which is like another thing. But I.
0: Yeah, that's a huge part of it. Especially when it's.
1: Especially because for us, like all of these businesses have my freaking face on them. (laughs) And it's like, it's hard not to take it personally. And people are like, no, I don't want that. It's like, oh. Oh sure. Oh sure. But it's not me. It's, you don't want that business and that's okay. But like you have to, um, whatever you're doing, even if it's a personal brand or a product brand, it is important that you have that entrepreneurial resilience and that you, you can't take it personally because it's not personal. It's not personal. It could be that they don't trust themselves to do the thing that you're offering. And so it's not personal at all. They're just saying that's not going to work for me. And that's because they, they know themselves enough to know I don't follow through with those kinds of things. And that's okay. <laughs> this
0: circles back to uh, Megan uh, with the gap in the mm-hmm. industry that she's filling where it's, it's a spa experience that you can come in on your lunch break and uh, you know, and enjoy Um and that might not be for everyone. Right. Right. So, but that's her innovative idea. Uh, and she has created a really fun space to be in. Uh, and the, the experience that you get is is a, a spa experience uh, for your face, but maybe not the experience of like, you know, like Leslie mentioned the champagne and, and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And if someone rejects that saying, no, I want that big thing, like Megan's not going to take that personally because she knows who she's for, Yeah, you know, and so you can say, okay, it's fine. Uh, this is not for you and that's okay. Yeah. Right? And that's, yeah, but, but you're totally right. Taking it personally, you know, beating yourself up to, um, you know, that, that resilience moving, moving the ball forward, uh, without, um, you know, like hanging yourself out the dry.
1: I think it's a reps game, you know, like. <laughs> it like the it it would be I think it'd be very a very rare human that in the beginning of your business, thinking of you didn't you didn't take it personally. Like it's gonna be hard, like or at least on a bad day. So it's okay if you've taken some things personally. I want you to know that. Where what happens is the more you put yourself out there, the more you market your business, the more you do that, the more you realize. Brett has a course on this called Two Hundred No's. Like. <laughs> The more you realize, it's a numbers game. Like Megan totally. has said, it's a numbers game. And so really, like you're going to get rejected way more often than people are going to say yes to you, and for most businesses, that's actually okay. If every single when I was teaching Pilates in my studio, if every single person I ever came across said yes to me, I probably would have like gone crazy. And I probably had a lot of clients I didn't like. So it's actually okay that I only had the 15 clients for years that loved me. Yeah. loved me. And also because they love me, they weren't lukewarm. They told everybody about me and not everybody that they told wanted to come, but the ones that did were freaking awesome. Yeah. And so anyways,
0: yeah, that's super true.
1: All right. Well, good luck on that resilience. Keep trying. <laughs> you get till you see it is brought to you by profitable Pilates.com profitable
0: Pilates.com.
1: Yeah. Cause you know, you should actually make money doing what you love.
0: Yeah, so it's a fitness business coaching platform uh, that Leslie and I started, Profitable Pilates. And in January, we are doing a seven-day miniature version of our agency coaching program. So the fitness business coaching that you've been following uh, on Instagram at Profitable Pilates, we're doing a tiny seven-day program of it so that you can get a taste of what it is that we're doing. You can meet Leslie if you haven't already. You can meet me, which you probably haven't. Uh, And we're going to answer every single question that you may have. We're going to run through how much money you want to make and how you can actually make that money. You know, what to charge your clients, all those kinds of things. It's going to be a whirlwind. It is
1: a whirlwind. And also, we freaking love it. It'll be our sixth opportunity to do this program. It is our fourth year of the agency program. Oh, my God. We turned four in January. And we want to see you in the agency mini. So
0: get on the wait list.
1: Go to ProfitableBilates.com slash mini.
0: See you there. All right, finally, let's talk about the be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Megan Linney? Yeah. Uh, so she said something very, um, uh, I was going to say uh, layered, but it's not layered. It's just profound. Uh, she said, self care is the cure. Yeah. Uh, and she, she, you know, obviously she believes it so much that she's worked in the, uh, uh, self-care industry for a long time and opened her own business in that world. Uh, but, uh, self-care doesn't always, i I a hundred percent think that self-care can include a spa or, you know, a haircut or your nails or a facial or whatever. But it, it's also like the self-care is, uh uh, you know, taking a break, mm-hmm. you know, getting up from your computer, uh, walking around the block, um, you know, getting some vitamin D, you know, from the sun. I think that there's this weird, um, uh, uh misconception. Thank you, Gaia, for, for participating. Uh, there's this weird misconception, um, that, you know, going out and, you know, treating yourself, yeah. Is uh, uh, somehow frivolous, or yep. you know, like oh, that's money that you could have saved, or it
1: has to be a reward of some kind, like it's, right, or it
0: has to be, or we associate it with like you know, you scored a goal in your game. Now we're gonna go, you know, I don't know, get
1: yeah, go but, to the
0: the park. But or something. like, it's like
1: as an adult, it's like oh, okay, well, you went to the gym every day. You said you were. Now you can go to the spot. No, like you can, you get to self care should absolutely be like. Drinking water and sleep and all the things that we do for ourselves, brushing your teeth. That's what. And if we think about how, like, they have shown that stress is like the cause of 99% of illnesses, well, then the opposite of that is self care, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I didn't actually know that.
1: Oh, yeah. It's 99%. a whole thing.
0: Yeah.
1: They, there's a whole thing that's like 99% of all illnesses and diseases are caused by stress because stress um, raises your cortisol levels, which. I mean, I've seen the infomercials that also increases belly fat, (laughs) but it's, it it, uh, keeps you from, so here's how it happens. So stress causes your stomach to not do digestion, which causes bloating and increased discomfort. When you don't go through a digestive cycle, you are also starting to affect your sleep cycle. Mm. And if you're not sleeping, then you also then don't, digest and it becomes this vicious cycle. So if you're not digesting, then you're not absorbing nutrients. If you're not absorbing nutrients, you don't have the things that you need to walk around on this earth with the, like the same abilities as anybody else does. And, uh, when you're not having that nutrition, you're constantly not getting those things. Then of course other things can happen. And it just becomes this like vicious spiral, Mm. uh, downward spiral. So yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Okay. Well.
1: Um, <laughs> Anyways, we can dive into that another. I'll have a doctor on. Well, I've already had one. We've had Doctor Bender, but we'll bring yeah. her back to talk about stress. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, w- 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 with self care, uh, Megan really believes that it is the cure of all the things. Mm-hmm. You know, and and um, I know that's something that uh, I uh, personally am not very good at yeah uh, is self-care you know like like i was talking about before i'll sleep when i'm dead that's yeah. terrible mentality well, uh, i
1: don't think i don't think most i don't know maybe this is a western thing but i don't think most people are actually really good at self-care because we have been told like push harder no pain no gain keep going like you'll the, sleep the when you're the harder you work
0: the better it'll be there was this whole
1: know. like reward or like what is it like getting bonus points for like, I only slept four hours last night or yeah. whatever. And like the reality is, is that I'm
0: so busy. Oh, me too. Like that's yeah, like a badge so of honor bu- somehow. Ex-
1: yes. exactly. And I, what I can say is I'm healthier today because of all the self-care that I do. And most of the issues that I was having with my that caused my stomach issues back, uh, in 2013 was how much I was overworking because I couldn't actually afford the move I made to LA. And so I had to like, doubled down and I was not taking care of myself anymore, uh, like I had before then. And so anyways, I do agree. Be it till you see it. Self-care self-care is the cure. It was such a great, I mean, y'all re-listen to that, that little section of that, because it was like chills and like such a great reminder. You might need to like replay it for yourself when you're like debating whether or not you should do this other thing or take care of yourself first.
0: Yeah. Well, um, Yes. Agreed. A hundred percent. Uh, what did, what was your beat action item taken away from the combo with Megan?
1: Well, she also mentioned stay curious. And I think, um, that can be really hard if you like to know the answers to things, (laughs) you know, like, uh, but that curiosity she mentioned, cause I was like, I was like, Oh yeah. Curiosity killed the catch. Like, and satisfaction brought it back. And I was like, I've never heard that before. And I just, um, I think it's just really, you know, we've had other guests mention some version of curiosity in their, be it, action items, and it seems to be this, like, overarching theme, and I do think that it's not easy to be curious, uh, because, again, we're used to, we're told to find an answer. Um, That's what we're, like, trained to do in school. Um, But if you can, if you can play a curiosity game, if you could, if you could do, like, some things that I think for curiosity's sake are like, wouldn't it be cool if, or stupid idea time, or, you know, like just like having fun. Um, you know how children like find joy and wonder in the weirdest things, like try that if curiosity is difficult for you, but I really did love it. And I had, I'm so grateful now. I know, I now know that satisfaction brought it back.
0: (laughs) Yeah. that, That was, I also didn't I didn't, I had never heard that before either. Um, and, uh, and I, I think that's great. And you know, the satisfaction brought it back. I, it makes me think about, uh, my obsession with Wikipedia <laughs> because whenever I'm like, I don't know that word or I don't know that thing or what is this thing? I just like, boop, 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 and I get the satisfaction of getting a response. Oh my
1: gosh. Okay. Can we just take a moment for curiosity? i only have a moment, but so Brad and I listen to these podcasts. And on, it's up from a whole media and on and several different podcasts, they're bringing up Machine Gun Kelly and Megan, <laughs> what's her name? Fox. Fox. And, you know, like I, I'm some, I don't know how, but I like somehow I, uh, through osmosis, I keep up on some popular trends. And and
0: I've seen transformers. So I know who Megan Fox is, but I don't have a clue who machine gun Kelly is.
1: And also like when I was listening to the podcast, we don't listen together. I wasn't thinking, Oh, Brad's not going to understand this. Maybe I should tell him who these people are. Right. So anyways, I'm sitting in the office, I'm working and Brad goes, okay. (laughs) I had to freaking look up who machine gun Kelly and Megan Fox is. And he literally starts reading out loud the story of how they got together, who Megan Fox was married to before, uh, her love life, what we now know of it. And then he goes, "Okay, I'm satisfied. (laughs) So curiosity does not have to be in business. It doesn't have to be uh, physically like health related. It can 100 percent. I closed the loop. Yeah. It can just be about closing the loop. So if you hear something on a podcast and it makes you curious, go look it up. You know, like the worst case scenario is you lost five minutes to (laughs) (laughs) Michelle Kelly and Megan Fox's love life. (laughs) But that like now it's kind of like, um, what was that tiger show? Tiger King. Oh yeah. It's like, we now know who Carol is, right? So we get the things like, sometimes you just have to go, what is people talking about? Anyways, um, I freaking love Megan. I'm so grateful that we know her. I'm grateful that she took time out of her busy life to do this podcast. And, um, and I, I really enjoyed the whole conversation. I hope you all did too.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: I'm Leslie Logan
0: and I'm Brad Kroll.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful you're here. Happy new year. May this be just so much fun for you. i um, in a very curious year, a layered year. Um, how are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know by sending us a DM to the pod on Instagram and tag the layer lounge tag, be it pod. And we'll catch you on the next episode.
0: Looking forward to it. Bye.